0: To burn this record, episode number six. Six. We took a little vacay. We did. We took a vacay. I went to Kentucky, and you... I stayed home. (laughs) In Belleville, Illinois, home of the... World's longest main street. Wow. That is impressive. Uh, And it's not even true. It's
1: just claimed.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, Kentucky's home to the world's longest racist main street. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> where uh everyone is uh great but uh might have some backwards views somewhere <laughs> not all kentuckians of course not all of course not but we are here today jeff and uh we are back and we are excited to talk about a couple of bands but before we get there mm. i just i need your opinion on some things oh gosh okay I'm ready. so last time we were together we spoke a little bit about fried chicken Mm-hmm. in uh in the st louis area yeah and i got some i got some love from that and then i got some i I think i made your wife mad because she was a big fan of Hodax. yeah she likes that place and the did you know the owner of Hodax reached out to me nah no i haven't told you this yet <laughs> uh no he didn't but he, <laughs> <laughs> he said how dare you fat boy <laughs> Uh, no, no. So we are at work. We've been at work all day and we're taking a little breaky break. That's right. And we're going to record this, uh, this here podcast mm-hmm. about radio head and first aid kit this week. So we still love when you guys get on and, uh, hit us up on our socials. But before we get into that, Jeff, this is a question that I've been, uh, trying to dance around because I'm afraid of what you're going to say. Okay. Okay. Oh gosh. Jeff. What do you do at a four-way stop? Say you're coming up to a four-way stop. <laughs> and so everyone has a stop sign. Yeah. Now, let's say the person directly opposite of you gets to the stop sign first and stops. Uh huh. And then they do this thing, which is evil. <laughs> they wave at you to go. What do you do in that? What goes through Jeff's brain <laughs> when that happens? Uh, absolute rage. Yes. <laughs> Appropriate and correct. I get so mad. Because they, if they would just go, yeah, it wouldn't be a thing. And for some reason, there's lots of four-way stops uh, where
1: I live. These are people who have no control over their lives, <laughs> and they need to find it somewhere. That's right. They just came from being chewed out by their boss. Right. Or their spouse dressed them down. Or... They're just a terrible person
0: yeah. who has deemed it okay because they're a good person, right? They oh, see yeah, themselves they as good so. people. And so they get to the light or the stop sign and they wave at me. And as they're waving at me, I am murdering them <laughs> in my brain, <laughs> just ripping apart their flesh, Yeah, <laughs> blood everywhere. If there's kids in the car, sorry, your mom sucked. Do you know what I mean? Like they had to go or dad, yeah. you know, we're, we're, you know, we're we're progressive here. That's right. Um, I've seen a
1: lot of old men who do that wave move. Movement. Yes. What I also hate,
0: Jeff, is the lack of hustle when you're at a stop light or a green light and they have the walk sign. All you yes. have to do is move your arms a little faster, <laughs> and I won't hate you. <laughs> but if you just stroll like you own the street, oh yeah. And don't get me started on bike <laughs> bicycles on the street you know the all those share the road signs i'll share the road when they start freaking following the law (laughs) every red every stoplight you'll see one of those stupid cyclists just do whatever they want and it enrages me or they'll like like if we're all parked or like uh stopped at a stoplight they'll go to the right of us oh i know yeah and I'm like, oh, you want to, sh-? you can't have it both ways, Dave Merrill. You can't, <laughs> you don't get to, listen, hippie. Number one, <laughs> you're not saving anything because of the trash that you're putting in my life.
1: Anyway, every time I see someone on a bike, I'm just going to throw whatever cup I have out the window. And it's never, it's never at a spot where, you're, where you would
0: think logically i could probably ride a bike here yeah it's on like a dead man's curve yeah and they're in the freaking middle in those little singlets or whatever they've decided is okay look unless you're in the olympics or or the tour de france you don't need to be riding in one of them
1: singlets it just looks It's silly. Imagine if you strolled up to a game of like street basketball and they were all decked out in like full on uniforms. I know it's the same thing.
0: This is what you would think. You would think
1: "Ah, gross. So these are grown
0: people. That's right. You guess what? You're not. You're not live strong. You're not whatever old dude is. Uh, What was his name? Lance Armstrong. Yeah. Uh, Rest in peace. No, he's alive. Okay. (laughs) He just
1: got in trouble for drugging.
0: Well, that's not good. No. In my opinion. Um, And so, yeah, unless you are being sponsored by the Postal Service or (laughs) Kentucky Fried Chicken, whatever you get sponsored by, don't wear one of those singlets and obey the laws on the street and I won't want to hit you. (laughs) This is this is awful. Already. I am okay. into that though. I agree yes. with you wholeheartedly. That was fire. Yes, that that take. Okay. Hot take. So if you're out there and you're a listener of the show and you ride a bicycle and you're uh, over the age of 11, <laughs> uh, just obey the laws, okay, and don't wear a singlet. It's bad enough that we're all wearing helmets now. That's right. Come on. And I think I just saw that, like in Missouri, you don't even have to wear a helmet on a motorcycle, which is crazy to me in Illinois you don't have to wear one and you never did have to so so it's so so if you're in a motor vehicle you have to wear a seatbelt yeah okay you're literally on a motorcycle (laughs) that if you get hit there is no seatbelt that could save your life (laughs) and so at least wear a helmet but we say no we don't want to wear masks we want coronavirus (laughs) we want traumatic brain injuries on a motorcycle oh my blood pressure
1: (sighs) It's uh, We need to get to these records. We do. Let's do it. We because don't... Uh, I don't want to offend any more bike riders. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. But you're the worst.
0: Um, so the record you gave me yeah. is uh, Stay Gold by a little band called First Aid Kit. Yeah. Interesting name. Never heard of it before. Mm-hmm. First Aid Kit. Um, they're a Swedish band. Swedish. And so why don't you tell me, Jeff, how you got into this band, why you got into this band, and why it's awesome.
1: When I let's see, I was working with a friend of mine, she told me about this band. I went to Vintage Vinyl, I bought the CD and okay. not this record. It's uh they have a song called Emmy Lou. It's probably their most famous song. You should go listen to that. It's not on this record, but Okay. I bought that record, loved it. Then this one came out. I got it on vinyl. Gold vinyl. Oh wow. <laughs> because it's called Stay Gold. I get it. I'm following. And uh, yeah, and uh, my wife and I both loved this band, and we have seen them live. They're amazing. Okay. They sound so good, and they're funny, and they don't have accents. <laughs> but they're from Sweden. Yeah, they, do, they listen to them talk. They don't sound like they're from Sweden. I mean, maybe I don't know what Sweden, Swedish people sound like. Yeah. I would have thought they sounded. <laughs> you know exactly. <laughs> <That's what> you <laughs> <share>. <laughs> first uh, they get a kid. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they're white. Right. I can make fun of those accents. That's right.
0: Uh, you won't get canceled for that. No. Anything else you want to say about them before we get going here?
1: <laughs> they're sisters. Um, I think they kind of, if I remember right, they, they kind of had like a YouTube channel first. And we okay. Were playing songs on there, and that's how they kind of got discovered. Uh, that's it. Okay. Well, this
0: band, uh, this album came out uh, June 6, 2014, mm-hmm. and it was produced, I don't know if you know this, by a guy named, I want to pronounce it correctly, Mike Mogus. No, I don't know who that is. So Mike Mogus, or Mogus, however you say it, was in Bright Eyes, and he helped do a lot of the Saddleback, or Saddle Creek, Saddleback, Saddle Creek <laughs> records uh, that would have come out during that time. Interesting. So, yeah okay he he was also a member of do you remember that band monsters of folk nope so it was jim james from um oh people are gonna kill me my morning jacket kentucky band right that's right uh and it was connor obers from bright eyes Mm -hmm. and it was mike Moogus and m ward who was also a member of uh of bright eyes uh, from what i remember so first aid kit first initial thoughts Okay, I'm going to give you a general overview of my thoughts when I played this record. This is a headphones record. Hmm. If you have a good set of headphones, a good set of studio cans, you should break them out to see how it's panned, EQ'd, and how wide the recording is. Um, So these Swedes are actually from uh, Sweden, Tennessee, which is a little town. That's what their music sounds like. This band sounds like they were, you know... They came up in a very racially charged Tennessee <laughs> and loved country music.
1: Yeah, they, yeah, they found all those like Emmylou Harris and Grand right. Parsons and, and Johnny Cash and June and it's all, yeah.
0: Yeah, they actually have a ton of, uh, of features on other people's records, but we'll talk about that a little later. So, the first opening track is a song called Silver Lining. I loved the arrangement and instrumentation here Mm. uh i think how they put their songs together are just as good as the songs themselves Mm. like in the arrangement and just the how they chose to to color their uh tapestry of songwriting (laughs) but their arrangement and instrumentation pale in comparison to their angelic Voices. My God, Jeff. Oh, they're the best. These Swedes sure can <laughs> sing some country music. Uh, the melodies here are a shot in the mouth, and the violins, which I thought you didn't like in rock. Well, I guess rock music is what right. you said. Yeah, This definitely ain't that. It's folk, right? Folk rock, right. Folk. Yeah. Um, Singer
1: songwriter. I don't
0: know. Yeah. Really laid back guitar, bass, and drums, but the violins stole the show. Uh, and then the vocals are just like. It's like you're walking into a cavern and having God herself look at you and say, You are my most wondrous creation. Uh, it, it's fantastic. Yeah,
1: their voices are great. It's a
0: great way to open the record and
1: it's just as good live. Really? Gosh, their voices are great live. So they are sisters.
0: Yeah. It's not like a Meg and, and Jack White no. thing where they're actually like married and no. divorced. Okay. No. They're sisters. So the next so here's what I'll say also about them. Uh, I, I read the lyrics mm-hmm. and you don't need to because <laughs> the lyrics A have always said lyrics don't matter but they definitely don't matter here because they don't even always make sense like there are some you say they they don't speak with accents but they sure write with them <laughs> um, the, the, the songs were just they're very straightforward English lyrics like I love you but you don't love me I mean it, it wasn't that yeah. bad but it was you know it wasn't great mm. So moving on to Master Pretender, okay. Mm-hmm. When's the last time you heard a oboe in a country song? <laughs> uh, but I, again, I just love this style. I think that what they're doing is really special. It's not special in a way of no one else has ever done this, mm. but it sounds like a record that is from the '60s with modern production mm-hmm. because the way these songs are arranged are just classic folk country music. Um, I love their little counter melodies that they do. You know, we talked about that Taylor Swift record, which we're going to talk about a lot, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but that Taylor Swift record lacks a bunch of hooks, musical hooks or little counter melodies. Well, she lent them all to the first aid kit record. Has tons yeah. It. Uh, I love the little dulcimer part in the vamp after the chorus, mm. Uh, I think the bridge to this song is dope.
1: Uh, yeah, I think... Uh, is, I think this is Britney's... Maybe my wife, her favorite first aid kit song. Okay. She loves the part where it says when shit gets up. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> I'm sure. So that makes she sense. She has a dirty mouth. Yeah, this is
0: the only time when the when the band really talked with a poop mouth. Was, uh, Except for live when they talk. Oh, do they? <laughs> oh, yeah. Good for them, Swedes. Yeah. Um, yeah the only other thing i thought was there's a couple moments in this song where they try to cram too many lyrics in a space okay and so they'll be like i love him
1: but i don't want to go over there <laughs> you know it's, it's it's those aren't the lyrics but that's yeah. how it feels i know what you're talking about and and i thought about that a few times you know i'm like man this is weird and i've decided i really like it and i'm okay with it so gotcha get off your phone I am. So I think uh, I'm
0: just, you know, my wife is, is pregnant. Oh. And so what? No, I'm sorry. It's your wife that's pregnant. <laughs> um, I try to live vicariously through you. Uh, okay. so Let's, <laughs> let's move on. Uh, the bridge to Master Pretender mm-hmm. is excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, so vocally, this band kind of reminds me. I don't know if you've ever heard of the band Isley.
1: I've heard of yeah, I've heard of Isley.
0: Okay, so if Isley and Ginny Lewis from Rilo Kylie meshed their voices together and then cloned themselves, but pitched one of their voices higher than the other, that's what that's what this band sounds like.
1: What an interesting thought.
0: Yeah, uh, stay gold. Yeah, title track. You better come out swinging. If this is your time, this is basically their "Bad Company" <laughs> yeah. song on the on the record "Bad Company." Yeah from the, the band, band bad, bad company, company. <laughs> that's right so the verses left a little bit to be desired for me um i feel i feel like sometimes a lot especially on like folk country songs oftentimes the chorus is the strongest part of the song as it should be yeah. but uh i did think the verses could have used a little more work um but i felt like with as good as the chorus is They get to punt on verses.
1: Mm, It's a great Um, chorus.
0: Yeah, a lot. Uh, I I really loved it. Um, For me, it's definitely not their best song on -hmm. the record. Right. um, But it's fine. But the chorus and the bridge of the song, again, are fire. It's a bunch of, like, and the way it's panned, Mm. the acoustic is hard left, and some of the other instrumentation is far right. So it just makes you feel like you're in this concert hall, that's full of people excited to to hear this music. So going on to the next song, Cedar lane, finally a different vibe on the album. Hmm. If there's a criticism so far, it's that this album is a little one note, Hmm. um, to where they, they pick basically one genre, one style and just keep running with it. Um, but Hey, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Um, Yeah, I I really dug the song. I think the chorus, again, is very good. I think these women are some kind of melody witches Mm. because every melody on this album is just fantastic, especially when you get to choruses. Mm -hmm. Um, And we're going to burn them at the stake (laughs) for uh, offering up this country spell on us. Um, Happy Halloween. That's right. Spooky, scary skeletons. (laughs) Shattered and Hollow, the next track. This song is exactly how I felt every time I was at a school dance in middle school and dancing with my sweetie, way too close, okay? (laughs) Out of the eye of the chaperone. And my hand would just start reaching for that behind because we've been dating for three days. Um, And we're in love. Uh, Love the reverb drenched vocals here. Love the melodies again. And it's kind of a slow, depressing, like slow dance song. Yeah, to uh, kiss your spouse or partner with. Mm. Uh, It's beautiful. Love the instrumentation yet again. Because it's so subdued. And it almost feels like an afterthought sometimes. But not in a way that's lazy. But in a way that's like, yeah, this is here. But this ain't what you're here to. It's like a Johnny Cash record. Yeah, yeah. Right? You're not there to listen to how good the bass playing is. You're there to hear Johnny get down in the cellar. With his vocal and sing about being an alcoholic. San Antonio. That's <laughs> <laughs> that's right. So, a great song. Uh, I don't know if you've noticed a pattern yet. The bell. Uh, <laughs> weird to have flutes opening up a song. Ever. I, I know.
1: I'm. I. Okay, I'm gonna get in trouble. I'm uh, going to yeah, go for it. I'm, I might be in trouble too.
0: Okay, I think the flute is a beautiful instrument. Yes. And I think it works really well in classical music, Yeah. and we don't need Jethro Tull. Nope. Uh, And sometimes, in the right moment, it can
1: work. Yeah. But it didn't work for me here. (laughs) Or in any Jethro Tull song. (laughs) Or in any Molly Hatchet song. Okay, yeah. Heard it in a love song has a flute solo. No, thank you. It's kind of cool there, though. No, right? I, I do think it's kind of cool there. Yeah, uh, in, in the world. right
0: indie song, it can really, really work. That's yeah. what I'll say. But again, kind of weird on a country record. You don't see many <laughs> flute solos in Nashville. Um, I really just think their their voices just work so well together that even the weaker songs work well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's just it's a. It's definitely not, again, not my favorite song on the record, but uh, it's it's really well done. Then we come to the most Fleetwood Mac sounding song on the record, Waitress yeah. Song. Um, and you can also tell they're Swedish by the name titles. Uh, Waitress <laughs> Song. Or you could be Bob Dylan, so who knows. <laughs> this might be the most Fleetwood Mac sounding song. There's a nice mandolin going and a 12-string acoustic guitar, I think. But if you know anything about me, you know that I love the pedal steel. I think it's incredible. If I could trade any of my musical ability, which ain't a lot, but if I could trade it all just to be able to play pedal steel and tour in like country cool country bands, that's all I would want to do. Yeah. Um, I think uh, we finally get some, like this might be the most drum heavy song on the on the record as well, which I think definitely helped it switch up from the kind of one note that you could accuse it of being. Mm. Uh, It was good to get another flavor, uh, but the star of the song is most assuredly the pedal steel and their vocals together. Um, Again, this really does sound like Emmylou Harris, you know, uh, and uh, Graham Parson and uh, Isley and Jenny Lewis all got together and wrote country tunes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's great so far. So Fleeting One is a dark little sweet song. <laughs> uh, love their harmonies again. And some of their more drawn out vocals, uh, especially on songs like this, really show off how well they sing together. Mm. Because you know, as well as I do, if you're siblings and, or you've heard this because you're an only child. I'm not uh, <laughs> If you're siblings and you both can sing, for some reason there's a natural harmony. I don't know if it's, spiritual physical or if it's just from having sang together so much right but there is something magic that happens does your sister sing she does are you is she good Uh, yes she's good at what she does all right yeah no my sister's got a great voice it's a little more trained than i would you know prefer given how untrained mine is do you sing together we used to yeah We used to be on uh, our church's uh, praise team together for the kids. Okay. All right. It was called Extreme Exposure because, of course, it was. And those fifth graders worshipped harder than you've ever seen in between dodgeball games. Um, Yeah. No, she's good. And when we sing together, I'm sure it's it's fine. But we know who the star is. Okay. (laughs) It's Daddy. Um, Then moving on to track number nine, Heaven Knows. How do these Swedes just keep doing it? I know I keep saying the same thing over and over, because that might be my only criticism of the album. Um, Same for a long time ago. It's a throwaway song at the end of the record, but it's pretty and it's on piano, so who cares? All in all, this record is a, a treat to listen to. The criticism I have is that rarely do they take any real chances. Now... I don't want Garth Brooks taking chances. We know what happens when Garth Brooks <laughs> takes some chances. Okay, we get Chris Gaines in a movie that never came out. I never Yeah. Yeah, so it's like... It was never shot. Yeah, Chris Gaines is the uh, Spider-Man 3, Toby Maguire, <laughs> where he finally got the emo cut. So, uh, it's not that I need them to take a bunch of risks, but i did feel like this this album is one note i do think it's mostly uh you know it's it's like when you go to mcdonald's okay Mm -hmm. and you get a a mcdouble and you eat that mcdouble and you think this is delicious but then after that mcdouble you might want something else but all that they're giving you is a mcdouble and it's delicious (laughs) but after nine of them number one diabetes but number two you're going to get sick of that same flavor. Now, hmm. I didn't get sick of that flavor here. Yeah. But it is prevalent. It's it's a lot of the same thing all at once. But it's fire. Ah. This is a fire record. I was so happy to listen to it. You actually gave me a little preview. Yeah. Because I had never heard First Aid Kit. And when I heard it, my thoughts were, oh, so I'm going to have a good time. Yeah. Uh, I do love crapping all over your musical taste. But... Right, Jeff. Today you you nailed it. Yeah, I had a great time. It's a great record.
1: So good. They're great live, man. And and so the lead singer, who sing, you know, sings most of the lead parts. She's also the main acoustic guitar player. Really. And she is better than you or I could ever dream of being at acoustic guitar. Uh, okay. She is. Okay. <laughs> and on tour, at least when we saw them, the other sister is the bass player, but. I've seen her not play bass too. Like somebody else plays. Gotcha. So was it a fill in thing or does she? No, I think she was that? just doing it. Like, I think she just chose to play bass for that tour. Or always, I don't know. Their band was fantastic. Live gosh, they were good. Um, How did they look? Were they sexy? No, some of them were, <laughs> some of them were young and sexy men. Okay. Good. There was an old dude in it, in the band. Because okay. Was he a sexy old dude? No, he was like a hippie long hair, gray guy. Shucks. I think. Well, we know what
0: you're uh, attracted to. Uh,
1: (laughs) I don't know what you mean. I would really like to
0: see this band live, and I think I will. You will. If they ever come back with the coronavirus. (laughs) If they'll ever come to the wasteland that is known as United States right
1: now. We were going to go see them at Red Rocks. Red Rocks. You like to go to Red Rocks to see bands. Oh, my gosh. It's freaking awesome. Didn't you see, you said you saw. um, The Head
0: and the Heart. The Head and the Heart, and you also saw uh, Crazy Town there, right?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: if you don't remember Crazy Town, it's,
1: come, my lady, come, come, my lady. You're my butterfly, sugar, baby. I probably saw them at Pops. No, I. I you know what? I'm trying to think. They may have played OzFest the year I went. <laughs> One Crazy of the Town? Went. Oh, yeah. incredible. I don't know. I'll have to check on that.
0: Well, God rest in peace, DJ AM, right? Yeah, he was in it for a while.
1: Then he smartened. Up. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we're moving on. We are. That was a fire record. I knew it already. So your confirmation doesn't matter much. But, um, okay, simmer. we're going to move into <laughs> Radiohead's OK Computer. And, <laughs> or, I don't know. Tell me, tell me what your, I mean, Radiohead is a very well known band. That's right. Nobody really needs to. Nobody, they're kind of like uh, Santa Claus or or uh, the Easter Bunny or um, <laughs> I'm trying to think of anything, Elvis Presley. No sure. one remembers the first time they heard about Radiohead because it's just, Radiohead has just always been there. Oh, I do. You do. Okay, tell okay. me about it.
0: So Radiohead is the world's most acclaimed band. I don't know if they deserve it. Uh, or if everybody agrees that they sh- deserve it, they do. but uh, like critics love to praise Radiohead now um, because they they got it wrong at one point. So the first time I ever heard Radiohead, I was a kid watching MTV and I saw the video for Paranoid Android and that video is uh, animated. Have you seen the video? And what I remember is being traumatized by this video. So it stars this little kid guy named Robin, and it's crudely drawn. And at one point, I don't want to ruin the story because I want you to be able to see it. But there's a man who is in BDSM gear who has a spiky ball bag. I don't know how how nicely (laughs) to say it. And he's trying to chop down a tree. And he gets chopped up and put underwater. Like teabag, ball bag? Yeah, that's that's the ball bag. That's the one. So he's teabagging this tree? I have no clue what's <laughs> happening. He's chopping down a tree to get these two characters out of it. And uh, I just remember thinking, why? Why is this the video for I can't this help song? but think it
1: myself right
0: now. But then I thought, hey, th- this song is actually really good. And then so uh, it goes a few years. I, I didn't hear any more. No. I, then I heard the song Karma Police and saw the hmm. video for that. Have you seen the video for that? No. So that video is uh, a character running away from a guy driving a hearse, and the guy who's running is in his underwear and a wife beater. Or no, you know what? What are we? What are we supposed to call this? Probably
1: just an undershirt. Undershirt. An undershirt. Uh... Yeah.
0: And he lights the car on fire. And, yeah, it's a great video. But I thought the song, I thought he was so cool. Um, and if you've seen Tom York, to make Tom York looks, look cool is a task. But uh, I do think he looks uh, extremely cool in the video. So that was my uh, you know, introduction to them. And then in high school... I found OK Computer at DJ's Gun and Pawn Shop, where I would go to buy CDs sometimes uh, after I got off my job at Dairy Queen. Somebody traded it in for That's a right. Kid Rock CD. <laughs> you, you might not be wrong, but uh, I took it home and fell head over heels in love with this this record. This is the first record I listened to by then. And uh, yeah, so I can't wait to hear you praise this record. What do you think I'm going to, uh, what do you think? Well, so it's no secret that you have said many times that
1: Radiohead sucks. Radiohead, I've se- <laughs> I have said, se- let's just, let's go for it. Let's go okay. for it. All right, here we go. For, so the first, this is their follow-up to the Bends, And I've been on record of saying yeah. that the Benz is a great record. Okay, it is. And so this but it's is the, very different. This is their follow-up and it is very different. So the first track is Airbagged. has a cool baseline and the guitar parts are really cool too. I I really thought they were awesome. Okay. They've got these sweeping guitar picks like with a lot of reverb. It's very cool. I didn't care for the sleigh bells. (laughs) Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. And I also didn't care for Tom York. So that that's, that's a hurdle we need to talk about. Well, we're going (laughs) to talk about it a lot. Okay. Okay, here we go. So you don't think Tom York has a good voice. Um, I've got a lot to say about it. <laughs> oh, you're killing me. <laughs> you're killing me. Okay, go ahead. Uh, uh, Mike, was this song a single? Do you know? What song? Airbag? Yeah. No, it wasn't. Okay. It should have been. Well, I think that there would have had to been a radio edit for this song. Like, just because of, like, how, like, non-radio friendly it is. I'm not saying that's okay. good or bad. All right. I'm, uh, and that's all I have to say about the song. <laughs> Okay. I'm going to move on. <laughs> Disrespectful. Go ahead. All right. Paranoid Android. This is the one uh, that you, you said you first heard this band. That's right. From this song. My first thought, this was the first note I wrote down. God, I hate Tom York's voice. <laughs> <laughs> it's the worst. How could you think that? This, this song is, is musically interesting. It, from the first two songs, I'm convinced that their best member is their bass player. He's a great bass player. I think he's fantastic. But, no, so hold on. What, what is it about Tom York's voice that you don't care for? I, I just hate his stupid, it's his falsetto, which is where he sings most of the time. Or, it's like this weird in between falsetto. It's, it's his head voice maybe? It's like in the back of his throat. Ah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: How very dare you? You think Tom DeLong is a better singer than Tom York. Yeah. You are on drugs. This is why the show exists. So oh my God <laughs> Oh, you've hurt me to the core. I don't I, I don't trust you. I don't trust you anymore. Okay, go ahead.
1: But halfway through this song, it picks up. It has some awesome guitar sounds like there's this heavy distortion. That's fantastic. It somehow hits you with the force, but it's also clean. Like it, it's, yep. it's cool. Um, then you have out of nowhere, Tom York hits this Axl Rose type vocal. It's just this one line. I you'd have to go back and listen and I could show it to you. Okay. Anyway, Johnny Greenwood owes his career to Eddie Van Halen. Ironically, I say this, because those pick sweeps are back.
0: Like, you mean the... Yeah, okay, yeah. I got you. It's like, yeah,
1: yeah, but he's doing it with his pick. You can hear That's it. right. Anyway, and then we're immediately back to boring Tom York. How dare you? What do you think
0: about the climax of the song, the rain down part? Rain down, um,
1: rain th- down. That was boring.
0: Oh, my God. It was boring. I almost had that tattooed on me. I'm glad you didn't. It's so beautiful. I you might should. now. No, you,
1: yeah, you should. <laughs> I think you should. You got it. All right. The first, all I could say was, Tom York, please, please quit this band mid-record. I was trying to like oh rewrite history in my mind. Oh my God, you're awful. All right. Subterranean homesick alien. How cute is that? You know it's a play on Subterranean Homesick Blues. It rhymes though. <laughs> subterranean Homesick Alien.
0: This comes from the guy who does not like Tom York's voice.
1: Immediately I noticed how sick I am already of this syncopated drum beats this guy does. Why? Because listen, it's it's they, they they're starting to bore me. I here's the thing about his drum beats, all right? Okay? It's what every person who thinks that they're artsy, (laughs) they're like, oh, listen to those drums. Oh, this is what everybody says about a band who they think is like really good. Well, they uh, really like to uh, experiment with time signatures. I So you're acting like this band is Tool.
0: This man are a bunch of tools. No, how dare you? No, I think uh, I think he's a great drummer, and he plays very. He is a very jazz
1: like complicated drummer. Yeah, but uh, he's brilliant. You so. know who I guarantee a fictional character who was a huge Radiohead fan? Easy, Gabe from The Office. No, I guarantee he. I can just picture him with his little keyboard making these soundscapes <laughs> like this <laughs> subterranean homesick alien. Just wait till you hear Kid A. Um, I'll never Unless you force it on me I'll never <laughs> listen to it
0: You're the devil You're the
1: devil The next song is called Exit music For a film Okay Hilarious Great Hilarious name Every song On this record <laughs> Is an exit music Is exit music For a film It's fantastic song it, It's <laughs> Tom York is, ter- is, is Sorry Tom York is tolerable In his lower register Oh, my God. But then he gets higher. So you don't like the end where he's doing that. And now we are one. Here's the thing. It's 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 clear that he's convinced that he is like a great singer. He is. And he's convinced all his dumb fans of the same thing. Yeah. Okay. So I'm glad you, you brought that up. Because I want to bring this up
0: real quick. Before we get to the end, I just want to say this so it hopefully we'll color and give you a little bit of respect for the rest of this record okay computer reached number one on the UK albums charts debuted at 21 on the Billboard 200 Radiohead's highest album entry on the US charts at the time and soon earned a five-time double platinum certification by the BPI and RIAA respectively went on to sell let me see uh, like seven point eight million records. Hmm, it's a lot of money for won a Grammy uh, by a lot of dummies. Year. Album of the year. Uh, let's see. It Have was- you
1: seen the albums that were released the year that this came out? Terrible records in, in ninety seven. Yeah, ninety seven. What else came out in ninety seven? I don't even remember. I went and looked, and I'm like, ugh. <laughs> I do think that Third Eye Blind Semicharm Life, that record or whatever came out. It's and, a good record. And it should yeah, it's better than this. And, it's not, um, but go ahead. How dare you? There's more pick sweeping by Johnny Greenwood. Okay. At the end of the song. I'll say it again, he owes his career to Eddie Van Halen. Okay, you're wrong. Go I'm ahead. also going to throw in Tom Morello. He owes his career to Tom Morello on all his little guitar <laughs> i'll be
0: I'll, I'll be get stuck like that and that's how you have to talk from now on
1: he, the next song okay whatever is called let down and it's not just a clever title you, you know a what let down you know what you have a terrible attitude it's actually a tolerable song i'll it's say a, that it's a great song if you have to have tom york if you have to
0: have Tom, if you have to have Eddie Van Halen, if you have to have David Lee Roth, the best Van Halen,
1: how dare singer. you? The syncopated rhythm is back. Just play it straight, dude. This is this is like your what you think about uh, All Travis Barker.
0: Small things, <laughs> yeah. How dare you?
1: Okay, go ahead. So the song uh, actually turns into a pretty normal song later. Uh huh. It's actually good compared to most Radiohead songs. So it still has the awful vocals of Tom York, but you can actually imagine if it didn't. So it's, it's good. <laughs> you can
0: imagine it. <laughs> the disrespect.
1: I am, I have no respect. Okay. Karma Police okay. is probably the most famous song from this record. I would, I would venture to guess. Great song. It sucks too. Uh, it's, Why does it suck? It's just, a, it's just so God awful boring. Anyway it, This song I had the very first ever uh, Released um, Record Of uh, That compilation Now that's what I call music This song Was on that record
0: Okay You can't blame the band for that You ready to hear
1: who the other This is just weird It was just not A good mix of music
0: Okay let's see
1: Like the first track It's Janet Jackson Backstreet Boys Gross Fastball Har- oh, Harvey Danger With Flagpole Sitta Hell Yeah <laughs> Uh, Spice Girls, KC and Jojo, All My Life. Already a better song than Karma Police. Uh, All Saints, Tonic, Hanson, Mbop. Your favorite band, the Cherry Poppin' Daddies. Uh, Brian McKnight. Um, Aqua with Barbie Girl. Everclear. Lenny Kravitz, Marcy Playground with Sex and Candy. All those songs are better than Karma Police. Oh my God I'd rather hear the Backstreet Boys Well I can help you Make that happen <laughs> Even when I was a kid in junior high I was like What in the hell Are these people trying to accomplish With this music <laughs> Fitter Happier Throwaway track It's the one with the computer voice Sure I mean if you, I, I can understand you thinking It's a it's a throwaway track It's the wheelchair guy From Family Guy Have you ever seen that show Okay <laughs> easy with that <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying That's sure. the true thing Okay Alright Electioneering yeah. Is a very cool rock song. Yes, it is. Tom York is bearable. Oh. In my headphones, he was buried a little more <laughs> than the rest of the songs. And <laughs> in the chorus, he had to sneak in that annoying falsetto. His amazing falsetto. The drummer finally plays something that is relatable. Jeff,
0: <laughs> I swear to God, I'm going <laughs> to murder you. <laughs> Go
1: ahead. You were having a hard time. It, yeah, Because I'm giving you gold in your... <laughs> pooping on it (laughs) climbing up the walls there's just isn't anything special about it oh my god
0: you're a terrible person it's
1: not bad it's not good either okay (laughs) i can't wait for you to say at the end
0: but this is fire (laughs) Jeff's taking a drink sorry my
1: mouth's getting a little dry i'm nervous yeah um I'm afraid Tom York's gonna find me and beat me up. <laughs> uh-huh, he will. <laughs> Said no one ever. He will. Yeah. Well. All right. The next song. No surprises. Uh, again. Not just a clever name. I'm not surprised oh, that this song God. has terrible vocals by Tom, Tom York. I can't. I cannot believe. So. so we he is, is the devil.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think this?
1: I just hate him. Why? I don't like his voice. I don't like the way he looks. I'd beat <laughs> oh my him up God. if I saw him. I'd, put him. I'd push him in a locker. I'd why, give him a swirly. Why
0: are you bringing up his looks, you bully in a 90s movie? Because it matters. It doesn't. Okay. And So I'm going to I'm gonna name some singers, and you tell me if they're better than Tom York. And be honest. Okay. Okay. Conroe Burst from Bright Eyes.
1: Yes, better.
0: Okay, um Tom Petty. Better. There's not a person you're gonna name. Tom uh Tom Delong. Better. Mark Hoppus. Better. Um (laughs) Exactly. How dare you? I so I just want our audience to hear this. Because I, I hope that they come for you.
1: I Do you know where Tom... Do you know where... Okay, so this is this must have been his jumping off point because I didn't mind his vocal on the bends, Which I don't understand because he sounds... I think it was because the rest of the music was so good. Anyway. <laughs> <sighs> lucky. <laughs> <laughs> I felt lucky that there was only 10 minutes left God, of the you are... T- <laughs> You're not lucky because uh, it features... It features Tom York, so that's not very lucky. It does have a great chorus. I just wish they had a different vocalist so bad.
0: (laughs) I hate you.
1: (laughs) The Tourist, finally on my way home. (laughs) Here you go. How about more slow, sad songs that don't relate to you in any way? This is... You were saying First Date Kit was sort of one note. This record is one note. How? The whole way through, it's just... eh. Listen, Tom York doesn't need to... um, Anybody could replace him in that band. No. Yeah, he doesn't is, even write good melodies. That what you are saying is just
0: certifiably insane <laughs> to say that Tom York doesn't write good melodies. Number 1, he is he is Radiohead. Johnny
1: Greenwood is Radiohead.
0: Johnny Greenwood and Tom York together are Radiohead. Okay. Now, hold on. Because we have just given filet mignon to
1: someone who likes
0: Applebee's. You okay? like Applebee's? I do not like
1: Applebee's. You go there and you're like, hell yeah,
0: half price appetizers. I've never. That's gone what to this Applebee's. is. This
1: record is half price appetizers. How
0: is this? No, All this right. record is a fancy like place where you go into a dungeon. You have to wear like a baby's apron, and then they give you like. Uh, foie gras out of a dumpster. Alright, I'm going to break this down.
1: Okay, let's do it. The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. (laughs) I swear to God, Jeff. No tricks. Alright, The Good. The instrumentalists on this record are technically fantastic. Guitars, bass, and drums, fantastic. Keyboards, probably. The Bad, they decided that their best choice for a lead vocalist was Tom York. It's like... We decided our best candidates for president are Trump and Biden. Gross. And then the ugly. This record is fire. A dumpster fire. Boom, roasted. This record sucks. Burn this record, Brando. You burned OK
0: Computer by Radiohead. So there you have it, folks. It's uh, an OK Computer. <laughs> it's not great, computer. <laughs> no, this is perfect proof of why we do this show. <laughs> Because as we've stated, Jeff and I hardly ever agree on music, and even when we do, the albums are typically different. The bands well, is better. Jeff just certainly made an ass of himself this <laughs> this episode and decided he'd be real cute <laughs> and crap all over one of the greatest albums of all time. Ugh. I can uh, you gave Frank Ocean's Blonde more respect than you this gave f- Frank Ocean's Blonde is better. He can sing. Idiot. So well. I love Frank Ocean's Blonde. It's my favorite album of all time. Therefore, it's better. For now. Uh, but OK Computer is in my top 10 albums. Easy. Easy. Top 10 albums of all time. Great record. Hated it. <laughs> <laughs> so please let Jeff know in the in the comments of both Instagram and Facebook, where you can find us at Just Burn This Record,
1: all one word. Yep. Uh, just let him know how he made you feel. Uh, I, I probably exposed you for thinking you have good music tastes. <laughs> you, you may have, uh, you may have thought
0: that Jeff was an, an ally, a friend, <laughs> uh, a good person. And then all that was just trashed
1: before you. So let us know on our socials. Um, but we need to talk about next week. My, first of all, before we go, my best friend in high school was the biggest radio head fan I ever met. Okay. And he like, his parents like we used to practice. We played in a band together, and we used to practice in his basement. And his parents let him have like this whole wall to do a big mural on because he was a, an artist. And yeah, he did like the little Radiohead bear with the circles, like Mickey Mouse look. Heck yeah! With he the did teeth? all kinds of Radiohead stuff on there because he loved them. He showed me like bands like Sigaro. He showed me. Uh, do you like Siguros? Um, No, not really. He showed me the Shins, <laughs> who I love. The Shins. Uh, who else he he had good he had what you would call good taste in music uh what was the name of that black, black rebel motorcycle club is that what they're called okay yeah anyway black label society he didn't show me them thank god <laughs> yeah anyway uh but even he the other day i posted finally a radio song had a radio head song i like radio song head uh on instagram and i haven't talked to this guy in a long time and he goes yeah no way i can't believe it i'm like it's the only one i ever liked and it's the last track on the tree of limbs or something. King of limbs. <laughs> King of limbs. Number one. That's their worst
0: record. That ever. last
1: song I liked. Yeah. Uh, I still hated Tom, De- Tom DeLong. Tom,
0: Tom DeLong. Me too.
1: Yeah. Uh, to the stars. <laughs> uh, so I also, how dare anyone. So my friend, we have a fr- another, we have a friend Ross who likes Tom DeLong's solo. Do you like his solo work? Tom 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 York, not Tom DeLonge.
0: Oh, Tom York. Tom
1: York solo.
0: So that w- so earlier I said that he is Radiohead. That was proof he isn't. Yep. Radiohead is him and Johnny Greenwood and Ed O'Brien and the other guys who don't matter. <laughs> um. But yeah, no, I do think it's uh, I do think his solo stuff is not as strong as Radiohead stuff. Mm. Now, all that being said, Radiohead is one of the greatest bands of all time, and Tom York is. An iconic frontman, and is fantastic. He's a great vocalist, amazing songwriter. One of the few geniuses I think we have in music. And uh, even if you aren't big on Radiohead's recent stuff, like there's so much back catalog to go to go back and uh, and read through. So, mm. uh, yeah, the bends. <laughs> okay, Jeff. Okay, um, computer.
1: <laughs> next week,
0: next week, I kill Jeff live on air. No, <laughs> um, next week, I'm gonna have you. You know what? I'm gonna, I have bared my heart to
1: you. Give me something good.
0: I have given you albums. W- one of my friends commented, he's like, uh, my friend Ryan, who uh, runs Watch Diary, where you go find him wherever you can find podcasts, but he said. Are you ever going to cover any bands that anyone's ever heard of? (laughs) And I love that. So uh, I'm still going to do what I want. And I know you will too. I'm going to give you one of my favorite bands of all time is a band called Me Without You. Okay. And I'm going to give you Me Without You's record, Catch For Us The Foxes. It's my favorite Me Without You record. All right. And... I don't think you'll like it, and audience, I want you to please go out and listen to it, but listen to it with a clear conscience, with love in your heart for neighbor, and self, and God. And definitely check it out, unless you're an atheist.
1: And I then, guarantee, here's what's going to happen. Okay. This is going to be a, a record, like, here's, okay, What is what does me without you sound like? They sound like blah, 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 but this is the record that they don't sound like that on. I bet that's what you're giving me.
0: No. Okay, good. good. I'm giving you This Is Me Without You. This is what they used to sound like, and now they don't sound like that anymore. Okay. Well, they're back to that sound. So they this, this, Me Without You is a band, and we'll talk about it next week, but they're a band who does a lot of spoken word vocals, mm-hmm. and then they went and played circus music for a couple of <laughs> records. Where it was like the apricot and the dancer crow it to the store. And <laughs> Thank got you for some not dough. giving me that. Yeah, you're welcome because I don't like that. But I love old me without you. So me without you, catch
1: roast the foxes. What are you giving me, Jeff? Springfield, Illinois is park in a little record called It Won't Snow. Where you're going. going. You've heard of it because I've talked about it to you.
0: Yes. I've heard single songs off this record because you've played them at me, not with me, not for me at me. <laughs> um, and so I am excited uh, to talk about this. I know there's a, a story about you and Brittany and a park song. Yeah.
1: Not off this record though.
0: Yeah. But I will talk about it next week. I'm sure. So there you have it, people. That's what you get. This is the, the truth that you get with, or, or, you know, I hate when people say, this is my truth. There's only one truth, ma'am. Uh, but this is Jeff's truth about OK Computer. It's not the truth. It's not the gospel truth. It's not Daddy's truth. It is Jeff's truth. And uh, yeah, but this is what you're going to get here. Two friends, maybe. We'll see how long this friendship lasts after what you said about Tom. But Tom, uh, That's right. I didn't even go there. So next week, we will uh, definitely be talking about Park. And their album, It Won't Snow Where You're Going, or whatever. Where could that be? Yeah. And then uh, we'll talk about Me Without Use, Catch For Us, The Foxes. But that's it. We love you. We like some of you. But we love others of you. Mm. And some of you, we don't even tolerate. So we hope that you'll listen to this. We hope that you will get involved. Definitely check these records out before we talk about them next week. And we will see you on the interweb, nerds. Bye.